What's up, Bar Babblers? It's your girl, Lucy. Welcome back to another episode of Bar Babble. What is your drink of choice for today's babble? If you're brand new to the Bar Babble community, welcome. I'm your host, Lucy. I'm the founder of Old Fashioned Marketing, which is a virtual marketing company that provides branding solutions to women-owned businesses and ethical brands as well. Feel free to follow me at The Bar Babbler, link down below on Instagram if you love things about business development, marketing, marketing, wellness, self-development, and if you just want to get to know more about me and hang with me on a daily basis. This podcast was launched at the fall of 2020 to be a free resource to any women entrepreneurs out there that are currently wanting to do the damn thing, whether it's being a freelancer, building their own brand, um, building their own business, and kind of just finding their own um, way in a very chaotic world. Here at the Bar Babble community at this podcast, we basically talk and babble about shit that we normally don't talk about at the virtual bar, which is business development, marketing, self-development, and so much more. So welcome and hey girl, hey girl, if you're brand new to the Bar Babble community and if you have been sticking around with me for the past two years, what's up girl? You know, it's the special time of the season, which I love the fall time in New York City. And what is your drink of choice for this season, y'all? Have you been getting your pumpkin spice lattes? I just thought of it this morning and the other day that I didn't, I haven't even had a pumpkin spice latte. I don't remember having it even last year. I don't even remember the last time I had pumpkin spice lattes. If you are pumpkin spice gal, feel free to tag me on Instagram at the bar babbler. Let me know that is your drink of choice for this season and tell me what you're currently babbling about. What is on your mind? What kind of like celebratory things are you that is in the season right now in business and in life are you kind of celebrating a launch are you getting ready for the holiday season uh black fridays around the corner um for all the launches and my e-commerce gals are you kind of getting ready maybe you, you got a new job maybe you quit your job maybe you're expecting a newborn or maybe you're expecting a furry loved one to the family maybe you adopted a puppy so i want to hear from you where are you in the season of business and life tag me with your pumpkin spice lattes or your seasonal fall cocktails and let me know where you are right now in in this season of business and life. Uh, For today's babble, I'm having a cup of coffee. Um, I actually wanted to record this. I I first originally recorded this and then I realized that it was going to be my 1010, my New York anniversary. If you caught up with my other episodes in the season, you know that every single year I like to have my own personal anniversary or my milestone. 10-10-2017 was the day that I literally moved to New York City where I was like, fuck it. I bought a ticket. I sold my car. Not all on one day, obviously. This was obviously leading towards 10-10, but I bought that ticket for that day for, for some reason, which was weird. Um, and like, I, I never really got into like the angel numbers or spirituality or law of attraction during that time. Um, it was just more of one of those fuck it moments. And this is where we are today. So as you can see with the title of today's episode or today's babble, I want to talk to you or babble about those fuck up moments. And when I was trying to kind of prepare for this episode, I was like, fuck it. I want to kind of do like a get ready with me. I'm kind of running behind this morning and I have some few errands and I have a lunch out scheduled today. So, and I am recording it in the morning time. And so I was like, why don't I just do two things at once, which is, you know, something that I don't want to do. But I was like, that could be fun too. Like I just put on my AirPods and maybe record it and just get ready with me. And I was like, you know what? That might be an audio nightmare. But you know, if that's something that's interesting to y'all's, maybe we can try it out. Maybe I could just do an experiment and I can listen back to it. And if it, if, 
if it's a failure, then whatever. <laughs> if it if it if it turns out to be amazing, then great. Or maybe I can have something on Instagram um, on, our, on the stories if that's something that you want to have as well. But I would love to kind of have more people over there. So feel free to follow me there since I'm mostly there on a daily basis. Um, so you know, it's just one of those episodes right now where I, I just want to babble about like. Have you ever had a fuck it moment or are you in a season right now where you're like, fuck it, or maybe you are saying that every single day? Um, if you've been around with the Bar Babble community, you know that we say curse words here as long as we're very respectful to every single human being. So if you are a mompreneur, if you are a mom or, you know, you just don't want to be around that vibe, put on some headphones. I want to make sure that the little ones don't copy me um, and take it, you know, influence, you know, by that. So maybe reserve this, uh, put on some headphones while you're cleaning and just make sure that I just want to be respectful to, to everybody. But um, from the very beginning, I always list every episode as explicit because we just literally say those curse words without bleeping them out. And then um, that's just part of my love language, I guess. Um, just kind of a, a little disclaimer before we kind of get into the topic of the fuck it moments. So y'alls, um, I kind of wanted to kind of just talk about the fuck it moments because just celebrating my fifth year New York anniversary, if you if you're following me over at the Bar Babbler, you know that I kind of like to do a mini tradition for myself. And I think it's important to have these milestones. I thought that I was the only person doing it. And then I saw another influencer writer. She was doing it as well, where she has kind of like, it's kind of, I don't know what she names it. Like for me, it's like my New York anniversary for her. It's kind of like their way of kind of doing like a, a second birthday, but kind of like in a professional mindset. And she does it with her friends, um, which I was like, wow, I love it because I do the same thing. And I've been doing it for the past five years, but I just do it more as a personal, like just by myself. Like I don't, I don't make it like a friend group thing. I don't make it like a big, you know, birthday party. No, it's more of like a personal thing to me. The reason why I, I guess I do this is because it's, it's for me to kind of celebrate my growth. When we have big dreams, we have big goals. Sometimes it's so hard to um, see the big picture of where we are in the timeline of life, right? So sometimes if you have a picture where it will take time, whether it is launching a business, whether it's having six figures, whether it's building a family, finding a significant partner, whether it's building a house, buying a home, and you feel like you are nowhere near that goal, but you are working every single day towards that goal, it may seem extremely far. So when I moved to New York 1010 five years ago, I was going through this like self-development journey where I was kind of breaking away from the past versions of me, from the Los Angeles version of me, of how I was born and raised in Los Angeles. And I also lived in Miami for six years. And I feel like those two environments, those two cities have had a big impact on me, but I feel like they no longer resonate with me. I will always represent Los Angeles. I feel like I'm a LA native, even, you know, living in New York. But I told my mom this, you know, when I was celebrating my 1010, my five-year anniversary was, I feel like I was born a New Yorker. Um, we didn't have a car growing up. So we literally walked everywhere and we also took the taxi. If you're from a uh, city just like Los Angeles, or if you're from Los Angeles, you know that it is a, it's, like you need a car like people like it doesn't matter if you have whatever type of rundown car whatever it is it is a car city you it's just part of your daily like it's just something that is a staple here compared to new york city like 
I remember watching an interview by, with Cardi B and she she never learned how to drive until she was like, what, in her mid-20s? And that's normal in New York because it's a commuter city where it's a public transportation city where people can easily get by by going on the train, hopping on the one train, you know, getting by between New Jersey, getting in the Pink Station, Long Island Railroad, like all those things. And that's something that I love. But in New York, it's something that's so, un- it's like weird if you don't have a car, like from from my perspective of growing up. Um, like you just have to have it, even if it's beat down, run down, whatever it is, it breaks, it's just something that you need. It's just a staple. Um, so I was one of those weird girls, you know, going to school where we walked everywhere. We, I walked to school. Um, I also had to wake up really, really early at one point, almost at 5 a.m. every single morning when I was very little in order for us to just call a capsi to, taxi to make it to school on time. And I was always the first one in my middle school to arrive to school. Like I literally, it was like school opened, the janitors were there and I was the first human being, like the first one before any teacher, before any principal. It was like literally me sitting there in front of my locker, doing my homework, preparing for an exam, reading a book, whatever it was, just sitting there waiting for school to start, which would start within like the next hour or so while people were trickling in. Like I was known as the girl that was always at school first because we didn't have a public, we didn't have our own car. And obviously when you're relying on, you know, whether it's walking, whether it's, you know, a taxi, we always wanted to give a leeway with just whatever, whether there's just so much, you know, going on, whether there's LA traffic or whatever it was. So we always made sure that I was at school er- early because we were depending on other people and pu- and basically like public transportation. So with that being said, I grew up that way. I grew up walking around, taking the taxi, you know, just living kind of a New Yorker in an an LA mentality, doing the groceries, we would have to, you know, walk or use a public transportation or a shuttle. Um, I took a a bus a couple times. And so that to me, it was so funny, like moving to New York in my late 20s. It was kind of like, wow, it was like kind of like an an eye opener where I was like, this feels familiar. And it's not nothing that's out of my comfort zone. But it's also something uncomfortable. Since I got so used to obviously having a car and having that luxury. So babbling about those fuck it moments, five years ago, 10, 10, 2017, that was a fuck it moment. I was going through a lot in my life. There were so many domino effects and so many different tower moments that led me to be like, you know what, there's a fire in me that's left, like a little flame in me that this is the only thing I have left to just basically fuck it and leave and just to start over. Um, And I think looking back when I tell those stories as I'm, you know, networking, I'm meeting new people, making new friends, building on relationships and people hear that story, I don't know if, if it's just me if I downplay it because I it just it was something that I it was necessary for me to do. But when people t- like listen to that, they're like, "Whoa!" And for me, it's not a whoa moment. But then looking back five years ago, I was like, "Whoa!" Like I couldn't imagine you know myself not knowing anybody in New York City. New York is so different compared to Miami and LA, even though I was, I grew up in in a major city, that's fantastic. And it's not like I, you know, left to a different country. Um, But it's still so fast paced. And it's such a different vibe. And it's such a different energy. But I was like, fuck it, I need a new chapter, a new lifestyle, I need a new opportunity. Why not? So I sold my car five years ago, I literally packed my stuff, I had two suitcases, I packed some stuff in a box, just in case whenever I would be settled in, you know, my place, I literally was ready 
ready for it to have it picked up from my mom's and then have it shipped. And then I was like, one, two, three. So I literally booked a one, uh, one-way ticket to New York City after selling my car. I found an apartment. I was, you know, just scrambling around the city trying to look for, like, I didn't know how to, that was my first time, like, using, um, you know, the subway train. That was me trying to, like, figure out how to, how to navigate, like, which way to go, like, what is the correct way? And I remember going the opposite way and figuring out, like, fuck, I'm going the opposite way and getting off and, like, figuring it out and kind of just getting out of my comfort zone. Every single day was an adventure. And as I'm kind of looking through my memory feed on, you know, social media, whether it's on Facebook and also on Instagram, like those memory feeds, like, oh, five years ago, 10 years ago. It's it's so amazing to me how if you are so committed to your growth, like you, like you, um, you, you truly see something with a different set of lenses or set of eyes. Um, so when I look back five years ago, I kind of, I'm just like amazed at my own capacity that I'm just like, wow, like I didn't know anybody there. I really didn't know what I was doing to be quite honest. And I was just like basically looking for a new chapter and a new opportunity, but I was so focused on just being like, you know what, I'm going to make it no matter what. And so I never really knew my own capacity or my own strength. So having these milestones of like a New York anniversary, or if you celebrate kind of like your own anniversary, maybe that that was the the moment that you either uh, filed for divorce, or maybe a personal anniversary for you of you writing a book, or maybe another one of you going sober, or getting help or going to therapy, or even just maybe moving across country, or maybe the date that you signed your new house, or even a day where you basically filed your LLC, whatever it is. I think it's so important to have those milestones, because then whatever your goal is in life, no matter how big or small, Small, or even if things change because of the world has changed, or even if you've changed, I think it's so important that when you do look back, the only reason that you should look back is to look at your growth and that should help motivate you to keep going. I think without the milestones from the past five years, I really don't know where I would be. I think it's, it's a really humbling experience. A little anniversary thing that I do for myself is no matter where I am in life, no matter how big, successful, how much money I'm making or how little I'm making, no matter, you know, what life throws at me, whether I feel like I'm living my best life or whether I feel like I'm stuck or whether I'm feeling like I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, I always buy myself a chocolate chip cookie, no matter what, whether if even if it's a dollar chocolate chip cookie or a bougie chocolate chip cookie from my favorite bakery in New York City, Levon Bakery, um, if you know, you know. Um, and so to me, that's kind of like a sentiment of going back to five years ago where I literally had that fucking moment. And the only thing that I had was a fire in me just to be like, you know what, this is the only few, like thing that I have, which was the courage to really start fresh and to start new or to find that new opportunity and to really build myself in the past five years and so I'm not trying to like you know kind of like boast myself here or kind of just do whatever but I think as women we tend to kind of really humble ourselves in a way where we don't give ourselves enough credit so I also want to have this community in this space too like you are allowed to have that humble bragging you are allowed to basically make like you are a big deal you are I saw this uh post on Kara um um the champagne diet. I'll, I'll, I'll link her stuff down below. I've been following her for years. And it's funny that when I first stumbled upon her items, it was just on like her brand. It was just through Instagram. And then I saw that she had a podcast and now she has like a billboard 
promoting her podcast um, and then right in front or next to the office that she used to work at. Like that, that's another example of another woman empowerment. And she posted something where it's like, you are a big deal. And when I read that, I was like, damn, like the things that I've been doing, whether it's waking up at 5am, whether it's reading this book, whether it's, you know, staying, staying up on a Friday night and doing my website or working on this while everyone's partying, like it's all a big deal because it has led to the five years of where I am now, even though I didn't imagine my life to really unfold to where I am now, honestly, everything is kind of like divine intervention and everything is kind of like unfolding to where I'm really needed or how it's supposed to be. So in those fuck it moments, I kind of want to talk, like give you a little bit of maybe pointers if you are going through that maybe season in life where maybe this is a big fuck it moment for you where you're like I'm gonna do the damn damn thing Lucy tomorrow I'm, I'm resigning or tomorrow I'm gonna apply or tomorrow I'm gonna you know put in my LLC or tomorrow I'm gonna look for a publisher or fuck it I'm gonna go on YouTube whatever it is no matter what it is I think it's so important for you to really stay true to yourself there's gonna be so much noise people telling you no um, society is gonna like not understand why you're doing things And I just want to kind of give a little bit of a pointer advice that it is okay. That will happen. There will people that who will not understand you, that will not understand why you're doing things, why you are doing things, whether you're in a cocoon kind of mindset, maybe you're treating back and you're kind of like, you know what, I don't want to be out of the world right now. I want to be focused on working or maybe I want to be focusing on family. Like no one has to really understand what is making sense right now, but you. That's that's the best pointer that I can say in, in, in kind of really celebrating those fuck up moments or fuck it moments, I should say, because they're not living your life. They're not in your shoes. They haven't lived, you know, where you are right now that has led to the fuck it moments. It's it, the only person that has really feel that and, and feel the vision and know where you're going and also feel at peace with yourself is basically you. So wh- whatever you're going through right now and in, in the season of life, but you are experiencing those fuck it moments, the best advice that I would give if you're looking for one, if you're looking for some sort of support is to just keep going keep going even though it may seem foggy even though you don't know what the fuck you're doing even though it it may seem like you're being redirected or there might be some postponements or there might be some pauses that will happen but keep going um and even if you don't know what the hell you're doing just keep going like you know you know what i mean like think of it as like let's say that you're on one of those cooking shows um like those master chef shows or those Gordon Ramsay shows. And even if you're not like an expert in cooking, right? Like I saw this happening during uh, the quarantine era of 2020 to 2021, where people were kind of doing this in their homes and kind of just figuring out like what to do with, you know, with the things in their pantry. Um, let's say that you're given a few ingredients and you really don't know what to do with it. You're not an expert in cooking. You don't, you've never really used these ingredients, but fuck it. You know, they're at the very end of the competition. There's $10,000 or whatever it is a scholarship whatever it is and you're like fuck it I'm gonna do my best and these are the ingredients and if it comes out perfectly wonderful if not I figure out a way how to use it right you add a little bit more spice you add a little bit more sweetener you add a little bit oil or you're like okay you know what I can use this and transform this into maybe a sauce or maybe this sauce became a soup or whatever it is you know what I'm saying so even though you really don't know how it's gonna end up you know that dish or whatever it is it's gonna come out the way that it's supposed to 
be in the most fantastic way better than it, it was expected. So if you're ever going through those those dark periods right now where you're kind of just like, yeah, Lucy, right now I feel like tomorrow, fuck it. I'm 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 literally handing in my resignation letter or fuck it, I'm gonna start my own business or fuck it, I'm gonna, you know, break up with my significant other or go through a divorce. Like I know that I am a big deal and that I deserve better and that there's something in me that I can feel it that no one, you know, my surroundings, whether it's family, whether it's friend, even if they are supportive people, they just maybe don't understand the way that you're doing things or the way that you think that will happen and that is okay. But you know, if you are, if you, if you feel that there is a fire in you and you can't stop thinking about it and for whatever reason that fire keeps basically making your soul on fire no matter what where you go in life that's kind of like your intuition telling you like you got to do the damn thing so do the damn thing keep going and even if it's messy i trust me babe it's gonna be beautiful so for my five-year anniversary i went to one of my favorite diners and because I'm in a fall festivity mood and for the whole month or for the season, I really want to tap into kind of just childhood nostalgia and childhood favorites. Um, and so I'm just, I'm, that's kind of like where my mindset is at. And so I've been reading lots of uh, books. I even watched like a movie on Disney plus uh, over the weekend. And I'm just like tapping into like my childhood. Um, and it's funny because I was doing a little spring cleaning and I didn't realize that I'm like, I really journal a lot. Like, I feel like I tell people like, yeah, I've been journaling for the past, you know, three, four, five years, like in terms of like morning gratitude journals and stuff like that. But when I was doing some spring cleaning, I found like, like old notebooks and I was like, well, spring, fall cleaning, I should say. Um, I didn't realize that I've been writing since I was a child, like in terms of having a diary and like documenting certain moments of my life. And I was like, damn, I'm a, a writer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, it, it, and it was funny. I, I stumbled upon a letter when I was in high school. I went to a Catholic um, uh, all girls school and there was a major retreat at the very end of senior year that was so pivotal for many of us. And when I was opening the letter and I read that letter, because it's like, you're supposed to write a letter and read it like one year after it, obviously I read it because I was 18, 19 at that time, but I stumbled upon it in one of those notebooks. And it was so funny that the date on it that I wrote the letter was 1010. If you're into spirituality, law of attraction and angel numbers, you know that numbers have a significance. Like for example, 1111, like I love seeing 1111 because I used to be so like, frustrated when I was little and people were like, oh, I see 1111, make a wish. And I would never see 1111. It wasn't until I moved to New York City and I got into, you know, spirituality and law of attraction and manifestation and all of that woo stuff, right? Uh, I had a whole episode talking about that, that I started seeing 1111. So that to me is kind of like a sign from the universe, like a wink and like an angel number, like you're guided, you're being on your way. When I see 444, I know that that is an angel saying like you're being protected. And I've been seeing that many times. And I'm just like, wow, wow. Like it's, it's so comforting just to see those numbers. But it's also fun because whenever I see those numbers and let's say that I am going through something, whether I have an important meeting or I'm feeling anxious or whatever it is, or I'm feeling nervous or just uncomfortable for whatever reason. And I see those numbers, it gives me a little bit of comfort and throughout like whatever I'm going through, whether I have a big call, whether I'm, you know, commuting somewhere, it's almost like things turn out even better than expected. Like, I don't know if it's kind of like a mindset, kind of a thing like, oh, yes, I'm being guided and I feel a little bit more calmer. But then looking back, there's always 
things just unfold even better. And then um, 1010. 10.10 is basically like the end to things, but the beginning of, of, of new things. So it's so funny how with these numbers, like if you're into numerology, law of attraction, angel numbers, I wrote that letter when I was 17 years old in senior year of high school as I was kind of breaking free from this old version of me. And that was when I literally took a leap of faith. I went to culinary school. I applied to culinary school. I got accepted and I even got a scholarship. And that's how I ended up going to Miami. And that was kind of like the beginning phase of kind of like breaking out of my shell of being really boxed in when I was growing up in Los Angeles. And the date on that letter was 10-10. I literally almost like was, I literally was just so shocked how like the pattern of my life, like looking back, whenever I look back, it's like there's so much immense growth and powerful pivotal moments where everything is kind of connected. So that was 10-10. Obviously going back into my New York anniversary, the ticket and obviously the post, like my social media post was 10-10. And I never realized that the meaning behind 1010 was literally like new beginnings. It's just so fascinating to me. So for this 1010 uh, that I, you know, just experienced, I went to one of my favorite diners because growing up there was a diner called um, House of Pies in Los Angeles. And back then to me, it was just like, whatever. But then, you know, now when I go to New York City and I love going into these like old school swinky diners, like the Seinfeld diner or like anything like that, to me, it's it gives me a sense of like a feeling of like nostalgia or home and I never really appreciated like sometimes I just crave going to a diner having a crappy cup of coffee or sometimes a really good cup of coffee depending on the diner and having like a slice of pie or even breakfast for dinner I don't know if that makes sense but I just love that that just makes me feel like like my childhood self. So I went to a diner to kind of, you know, give the feels. Um, and I also got myself a chocolate chip cookie. It wasn't the best cookie. It was literally like, it was like a, one of those dollar cookies, but I was like, fuck it. Like I'm, I'm at this diner. I'm going to get myself a cookie and why not just take myself back in time to the little Lucy and kind of just experience what it was, you know, that feeling in that moment and really kind of just pat myself on the back a little bit. Because if you really know me, like if you know me in person, I never really do that. I'm always one to be everyone's hype woman, to be everyone's, you know, cheerleader, to always make other people shine. But I never really take a moment to to be like Lucy, like you, the things that you're doing, the things, the habits that you're creating, the things that you are really doing in terms of revolutionizing the way that we live, work and do business and marketing in a very chaotic virtual online world. That is a big deal, babe. So I just want to kind of give this as an inspirational post out there that if you are going through those fuck it moments, our dark season in life, embrace it, but really tune into your intuition, be clear as to who you are, your values, never lose sight as to like who you are, even though you don't know where you're going, even if it's foggy, even if it's messy, go with it, dance with it, do a little cha-cha-cha, you know, shake your booty to it. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we have this vision in our, in our minds where we, it's like you have this whole big plan but trust me whatever is out there whoever you believe in there's always a bigger and better plan that's just waiting for you so surrender to the moment surrender to these you know dark moments and even if you really don't know where you're going um do a lot of self-care that's the best thing that i can say is in those moments of darkness or moments of pause i would do a lot of self-care and that's obviously you know whatever that means to you whether it's 
um, eating healthy, whether it's going for um, a morning walk, whether it's doing yoga, whether it's, uh, you know, um, uh, having kind of like that little uh, gratitude moment to yourself, uh, journaling, uh, just writing down your thoughts, going to therapy, online therapy, whatever that means to you, just do a lot of self-care and nourishment because that, that kind of like self-care is really preparing you for what's to come whether it's the big thing, whether it's the next big thing, whether it's a stepping stool to where you want to go. So keep going, even if you don't know what's happening, if you, even if you don't know, you know, where you're going or what you're doing, just keep going because that intuition is really kind of like your North Star to where you're being guided. So um, I want to send you lots of love and light, especially if you're kind of going through that moment by yourself. I exactly know how you feel. I was in that position five years ago where I literally people was, were telling me that I was crazy. Like I had friends and I had family telling me you're making a big mistake. Like you're acting, you know, impulsive. And were there probably moments where I really thought like, fuck, this is a dumb idea. Probably two moments, but I realized it was, it was, I only thought those moments when it was winter. And that was the first winter I ever experienced having seasonal depression because there was no sun sunlight. And obviously it's like you see everybody with friends and family and around in bars and stuff. And then you just feel so alone. And so th those were the only two moments within kind of like the five years where I was like, maybe I should, I shouldn't have done it. But then I was like, you know what? Everything is so beautiful the way that it was. And I, I needed to experience what I needed to experience in order for me to really come out of that darkness and to really just be like, fuck it. You know what? Sometimes those fuck it moments are one of those pivotal moments that change your life and change who you are. So Bar Babble community, I want to hear from you. Are you going through a bar, like a fuck it moment right now or have you? Uh, post kind of like a reel, maybe make a little thing. If you've been following me on uh, the Bar Babbler, you know that I kind of made a little reel about like my five years and my anniversary and what I did. So make sure you're following me there. Post your pumpkin spice lattes or your fall cocktails or mocktails and tell me what's been going on in the season of business and life for you during this fall time. Salud. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you love this conversation, make sure to give us five stars and leave a review so that we can continue to be a valuable resource for others just like you. Were you able to make it through the entire episode without answering any phone calls, texts, DMs, or tweets? Let the peeps know what you were up to. Take a screenshot of this show, share on your social media, or send a link of this episode so you can let the peeps know you are hanging out with Lucy at the virtual bar. As always, I want to take a moment of gratitude and thank you for listening and supporting our show. As you know, everything I create is made with a heart full of gratitude, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of whiskey. That's it for today's babble. Till next time.